ask you what, how you were able to turn things around with all the adversity you went through from <laughs> from things like the bus breaking down, the four straight losses, you know, starting 0-1-4 in conference, COVID, injuries. Uh, obviously, it's been kind of a remarkable way I've been able to turn things around this year. Yeah, I think the biggest two things. Number one is we stuck together. Mm-hmm. You know, so it wasn't a, a moment. It was all the moments that we had to give in that we didn't. Um, so that that's number one. And number two, I think Kane Williams stepping into the leadership role of this team and uh, feeling the urgency, communicating the urgency, and then his actions being aligned with his words. I think that was uh, uh, the catalyst inside our locker There are a few press conferences where you're talking about, like, we know we're a good offensive team and it's just about happening when it needs to. And then that last weekend, Corey especially had 29 back-to-back games in the tournament. You know, the trust was there and they were able to make enough shots down the stretch. Yeah, I kept saying it because I believed it. And, and I believed it because you guys know as well as I do, we've seen the ball go in the basket with these guys. We were one of the more off, uh, efficient offensive teams. So we knew that was in our locker room. Um, but there was a fog there that we were operating in, and the fog got lifted because of our defense. And that's a credit to our guys that they fought through that, in spite of the fact that they weren't doing well what we do well. What we hung our hat on wasn't working for us, and we had to find another way. And by virtue of doing that, the pressure came off, and the lid came off. And I really believed it was a matter of time. I just hoped it wasn't going to be too little too late. How big of an impact was Elio's return to the lineup uh, from his uh, knee injury? And I just when he came back, things really turned around for you. But just how was an impact on and off the court for you guys? Well, like anything, it's always good to know what you get. I don't care if it's your wife, job, boss, best friend, whoever it is. If you know what you're getting every day, that consistency is something that gives you confidence. And I think you all know as well as I do, when LEL is out there playing, you know what you're getting. Uh, Whether he's having a good game or bad game, you know what he's bringing to the table. And that's important on any team. And uh, we miss that. And that that energizes guys. It's a great lesson for the younger players to see, like, wow, what you can do if you just try your best all the time. So there's some inspiration in that. And uh, we certainly needed that. It took time for him to get back to form, um, but uh, that consistency was uh, critical to turning things around too. What do you think y'all have built here, kind of bigger picture? you obviously Coach Hunter, they had some nice success uh, for a number of years before you arrived and now here back in the tournament again, but four time in eight years. Well, in a lot of ways. Yeah, and got yeah. a new arena opening next. I mean, do you feel like- In a lot of ways, Ron deserves some credit for me being here because <laughs> From afar, I could see that this program has what it takes to be a winner because of what he was doing. And I followed his career. Um, and so in my mind, it's like, well, they're already good because he's such a good coach. What are the possibilities beyond where they are? And I'd like to be a part of that exploration, that journey. And then I learned about the new arena. And so, you know, I, I don't know what that will look like. But I'm curious, and I want I want to I want to go down that path, and I think this is a great step in the right direction. One more thing for me too: Do you 
Do y'all pay attention? I mean, there's been a lot of uh, in Georgia men's basketball has not been in the state very successful with the bigger program. Georgia Tech, Georgia had both had very poor years. And I don't, what is that? What kind of opportunity does that open up for you guys to to sort of be recognized in the state when so many most of the other men's programs in the state have not had very good years? Well, I think it's a, a, a cool narrative from a Georgia State standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not important to me. Uh, it might, you know, some of these kids know one another, so there might be some bragging rights or some <laughs> stuff like that. But I'm not into that. You know, for me, when we look back on this, this will be a memory that we've shared together, and that won't be a part of that narrative. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have these sort of memories and accomplishments together, you don't think about those in the context of uh, what it means to somebody else's program. Mm-hmm. It's just you look at it from a people perspective, the time that you shared together with people that you put the work in together with. And uh, so I look I look at it more big picture. You don't you don't ever though like notice that? that well, I'm aware of it because I've been asked that question yeah. so many times. And, you know, and we have a hashtag that says our city and, mm-hmm. and this. So I, I, I get all of that. Um, but that stuff is fleeting to me. Mm-hmm. You know, from a recruiting standpoint, will we say that to people? I won't. That do, it just doesn't matter to me. You know, uh, you know these things can be cyclical. You know, they, they have an opening at a school. They'll fill an opening, and you know somebody will come in there and do a good job. And mm-hmm. you know, Josh took his team to the NCAA tournament last year, and he's a good coach, and he'll get it going. Mm-hmm. Like, so, if they get good, then what? We still got to worry about ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm not caught up in, in, in any of that stuff. You're obviously you know, two days from knowing who you're going to play in the first round. Does it help that you know you showed up stuff offensively, defensively, won games both ways in the last week to where no matter who it is, you feel like there's something you can lean on heading into whoever it is? Yeah, because if we didn't do that, we wouldn't be here. <laughs> so we were going to need to do that. Obviously, those games dictated that we had to make shots. You know, They make a three, then, then Corey would come make a three. Like We needed those points. You know? So it's not like we were winning by 30 and then guys made shots when the game you know, was decided. Like, we had to make shots to win, so uh, so that that's critical because you're gonna have to, you know, you're not gonna shut people out in the NCAA tournament. So you're, you're gonna have to score. So it, it, it is important. We spoke. I spoke Colin Moore yesterday about his contributions off the bench. How big has he been as a sophomore, uh, giving you that energy and being able to be like Colin, your super six man, and uh, giving you some big minutes uh, as a as a reserve. Yeah, I'm proud of him. You know, you think about it. You know, his coming into his freshman year. He didn't have a summer with us because it was a COVID summer. And he still stepped to the free throw line. His very first free throws were to send the game to triple overtime at an ACC road game. And he stepped up and knocked them down. Pretty good first impression, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And has a good freshman year, but then he gets hurt. Turns out after the season, he was hurt more than we thought. He had to have surgery. So now he misses this past summer and he doesn't get back on the court until December while we're in season and then he gets put in this health and safety protocols before he even has a practice and then after Christmas he's right back in health and safety protocols and now he's finally getting healthy and starting to show what we knew he could do when he got here and and now he'll have a healthy offseason for the first time so we look forward to what the future holds for Colin. Is it? Uh, I know it's kind of ancient history at this point, uh, but do you, do you talk to the kids at all about what happened a few years ago with Baylor? You know, knocking off and even going back to Lefty, where they knocked off Wisconsin. I think uh, 
in a first round game? I mean, do you, you, you will you bring up any of that with them, or is that necessarily make maybe, a maybe you know, um, not that it's ancient history. I mean, they're, they're aware of that. You know, we've all seen. You know, and the good thing about Ron and RJ. Like, you know, we still have players here that play for Ron, and, and RJ comes to games. He communicates with us. So I got a relationship with him. Um, so we're, we, I mean, it's, it was a while ago, but it wasn't that long ago. You know what I mean? Like, 15 is it? Yeah, so we're only but seven, I'm saying, seven years you know, ago. The, the, I mean, they, they, there's a bobblehead in the in the, uh, in the bookstore, and we've seen the highlights. You know what I mean? It's, uh, it's, it's, it's an indelible imprint on the program that we embrace. And so they know that. Um, but when you take the court, it's going to be about what you do in the game, and, and they know that as well.